I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries We had a bunch of games yesterday and a bunch of additional new players on the covid topic but the highlight of the day was Phoenix Suns comfortably beating the Lakers Jalen Brunson was amazing in Mavs when against the Timberwolves that was great as well but I want to talk about the Lakers today it's been a while we've been we've shunned the Lakers as a mid table team and we don't talk about them as often as we did at the start of the season so let's talk about the Lakers in today's episode whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast join us Tanvi and Shlok we are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy mindset and everything sport so tune in to the millennial athlete every monday only on the ivm podcast network trust us it's going to be lit all right <laughs> the lakers lost 108 to 90 uh, to the phoenix suns and are back to 500 in the table 16 and 16 uh, they've been playing with one win one loss one win one loss all through the season then they got a stretch of two wins and it looked very weird and now they're back to 16 and 16 this lakers team has had 17 different starting lineups in the first 32 games of the season 17 and uh, you could say that well they've been impacted by injuries they've been having covid protocols and what not but so is the case with every other team in the yep, league but yep. at least you know the starting lineup for the for the teams at least a bunch of teams that are still hoping to contend in the playoffs mm-hmm. contend in the finals even you know their starting lineups probably a few mixes and matches here and there but more or less you know everyone who's playing with the lakers i still don't know the starting lineup i, I know that russell westbrook plays i know that lebron plays and ad fit would play who are the remaining two players is it tht he plays on and off malik monk when he plays he's great uh, sometimes he doesn't play at all and he goes missing Mm-hmm. You added Trevor Ariza now. Uh, after thirty games, he's come in. Kendrick Nunn is yet to play. Carmel Anthony has gone missing after his great start to the season. I don't know the starting lineup for this. This remains a case of wait until uh, we are healthy, kind of a team again. And this has been the case for the Lakers since the start of last season. AD missed a bunch of games, and LeBron missed a bunch of games. Now AD is missing again. <laughs> Yeah. and russell westbrook was brought in to solve all of these issues if ad and uh, lebron misses games which was kind of expected with ad's injury history and lebron's age russell westbrook would do all the heavy lifting in their absence and kind of keep the lakers afloat that is not happening uh, lebron had to yeah. come back he doesn't even look 100% fit but he's putting crazy numbers <laughs> yeah. and russell westbrook is just playing a sidekick and with seven turnovers and five assists what is happening with the lakers they're falling apart very fast Yeah, this team is, is. I'm done. I'm done with the Lakers. I think <clears throat> for the season, at least, I'm done. I had some hope um, when people raised concerns on the age. I said it doesn't matter so long as they're fit. I may have been the one to curse them. I don't know because since then they've really not been fit, except for Westbrook, who we all know would be fit. He's that way. He's indestructible. Um, they've had a lot of ins and outs to injury, but really, what's most alarming about this team is. with the kind of superstar power at disposal i'm not even counting uh, an older melo or any of these guys i'm just looking at lebron ad and and westbrook mm-hmm. all of whom seem to be in their good years and i i don't know how they're failing this bad at really at at figuring out their defense because if you look at if you look at the entire league mm-hmm. that's where the lakers are way off the mark 
Yeah. Their offense isn't all that bad. Their defense is one of the worst in the league. Like I can think of maybe Sacramento, Orlando, and Portland. maybe Rockets. Uh, no, Portland actually a slightly better off than the Lakers. That's how bad the Lakers are. Like statistically, points per game allowed. Mm-hmm. Portland mm-hmm. is slightly better off than the Lakers. Only and only Orlando Magic. Uh, I think the Kings and and the Rockets were bottom. These are the only three teams that have worse uh, points allowed per game than the Lakers. So maybe the Hornets would be somewhere in that. This that's it. Bottom five in defense. That shocks me because this team has experience. It has defensive abilities. It has a bunch of things going for them, and yet they can't seem to figure out. And it's the same coaching setup and largely the same core personnel that gave them the championship, mm-hmm. which to me tells me. And we spoke about this even when they won the bubble championship that um, this team is top heavy, but it works. Right? That was mm-hmm. the one line. Right? The top heavy team, two superstars, nothing else, pretty much, but it works. Problem is, when you have that model, you're so overly dependent on the top that's so heavy that if they get injured, you're screwed. Even if one of them gets injured, it's over, like you saw last season. Yeah. And not every season do you get a five-month break where you can build your fitness and come back, as they did then when LeBron and AD, more so AD, uh, they were able to get their fitness back on track and come back fully rejuvenated. Fully rejuvenated, they're a juggernaut. But yeah. it seems like they're not. And and more and more, every year, you get the sense that AD is just going to be one of those stories where uh, the world's at his feet, all the potential that you could possibly load into one player, but just no desire to realize even a, a significant portion of it. Even in the bubble season when they won, it took a lot of egging him along until he finally just unleashed in the playoffs. It wasn't right. until then that you got the best of the best of AD. Of course, he had spectacular numbers and he was an MVP candidate, but that's AD. What else do you expect? But he took it up a notch to that top five player in the league level, only in the playoffs. That is disappointing to see. And it looks like increasingly, you're going to see more and more of that trend coming through where he's hardly ever fit. When he's fit, you don't know which version of AD you get on any given day. There are days where he's, he's not even at a milestone level and there are days where he plays at a better than Embiid level. So, it's 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 bizarre and his defense has been a letdown. Yeah, and now AD is out for like five to six weeks and the, the Lakers' troubles just keep growing bigger and bigger, which means that LeBron is now logging more minutes than he would yeah. like to. He's playing 37-38 minutes. Uh, the same problem Brooklyn Nets have with Kevin Durant, but KD is managing it because he's still willing his team to win. LeBron is doing his best, but the rest of the team doesn't really... Uh, isn't really at his level and he's not able to will them on to wins like yeah, how KD yeah, is. Yeah. AD is out now for five to six weeks, which means that the next best centers that the uh, Lakers have are Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan, both of whom, if they play more than 10 to 15 minutes, it's a problem for the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers average nine points lesser when DeAndre Jordan is on the floor. And he's he's six years past his prime, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how do they navigate this? Do they need a trade? Do they need to get in someone? Drummond last year was there. He would have been a good addition for now just to hold the fort while AD comes back. Someone. I mean, Stop someone it. to just rebound the ball for you. Yeah, I told you, most of Drummond's rebounds are off his own missed shots. <laughs> He's not really adding anything to the team. Um, <clears throat> I think this season's a lost cause. I don't even think they should try and salvage this season. I'll be surprised if they go for a, a blockbuster trade because at this point in the season, the kind of moves you can legitimately make mm-hmm. would be limited. 
none of mm-hmm. the franchise changing changing players are available except a couple maybe you can think of a couple but if you're going to do an emergency overhaul the question should be are you doing it for this season or are you doing it for the long run and by long run i mean anything over 3 to 5 years if you're doing it for the long run not that much option uh, not those many options are available um you don't have quite that plethora if you're doing it for the short term uh, maybe you want to take on a high cost but expiring contract see if it works something like that sure sure there are options and even then you'd have to give up a lot which means to do it you would really have to believe that you have a shot at the chip if you make this move because mm-hmm. otherwise why rush it it's a loss cause either way um yeah going out in the second round versus first round is, it has emotional value but you're not really achieving much beyond it the financial implications are not really that stark um they would much rather just uh, rest lebron and see if he goes back to cleveland or <laughs> you know stay <laughs> stay in los angeles but yeah uh, this season's a loss cause unless they can land some sort of like i don't know blockbuster trade where they get dame lillard um and give up westbrook in the process then okay but <laughs> but otherwise no nope when you say long term would you be open to trading late ad because he still has a lot of value uh, he's the kind of player <clears throat> that most teams would love to have yeah but given his inconsistencies his fitness issues and probably his lack of motivation is it time to look beyond ad uh, and i have a few uh, probable trades for you because a lot of players are on expiring contracts mm-hmm. uh, or are due for a new contract and most of them would love to play under the bright lights of la they're superstars uh, yeah. first of all is ad expendable now yeah yeah if the one of these superstars whose contract is expiring that you're talking about is jalen brunson i agree with you his contract is expiring i think it would be a great addition to the lakers uh, yeah i think ad <clears throat> i'd consider it i'd consider trading ad i think he has he's been given enough time in la and, and i know it seems like harsh judgment he won a damn chip in la but uh, he was brought in not just to win a chip he was brought in to win yeah. a, a whole exactly. lot more than that first of all because they gave up their entire future to bring him in all of the young talents who are now doing great things at other franchises ingram's developing into a fine player lonzo's balling out um kuz has finally found a calling for him in mm-hmm. washington and uh, and they gave up a bunch of picks all that to get ad so it can't just be one chip it wasn't an immediate win now and then we'll see deal it was a long term deal which also means keys to the franchise which means take over from lebron at some point there has to be a passing of the touch he had plenty of opportunities um yeah. to lead the team in lebron's absence he took a grand total of zero of them consistently he was never able to establish that he's the guy that can pull a franchise through which when you think about it players of his caliber do it all the time embiid pulls the 76ers to so many more wins than they should legitimately have with that squad yanis for years has overachieved with 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 milwaukee uh kd does it wherever he goes we're talking regular season i'm not even saying yeah. get to the finals or whatever regular season doesn't happen dame lillard kairi you name the player they get those wins james harden uh, went solo for so long before he got support westbrook yeah. took the wizards to the playoffs pretty much all by himself so ad did none of those things he did that once one season he took mm-hmm. the pelicans to the the playoffs gave a lot of trouble to the other teams of course he had juru holiday but a lot of that was just ad being ad in the playoffs um but that's it that's pretty much it all career long that's all he's done solo uh, it really took a lebron james to get him going and mm-hmm. since we're talking of lebron james it this is something lebron james does routinely no matter where he goes regardless of who's fit not fit carrying the whole city on his shoulders on on those shoulders like boulders he, all the time uh, ad had chances he didn't do it 
which then you got to ask yourself the question if he is not your number one superstar if he is always going to be a 1b on a mm-hmm. championship winning team and then you consider the other frailties his uh, his injury prone and and significantly so motivation seems to be a major factor it's not every day you find a mercurial leader like like a lebron or a steph right. sometimes you'll have to work with a lot less so then what if that doesn't work with with ad it is he willing to put in the time in the gym every season he comes back he's a little more fragile than the previous one every time he hits the deck i'm oh shit there goes half a season um <laughs> so uh, there's too many things that add up if after all this he still delivers like say an embiid mm-hmm. i think a franchise mm-hmm. would be willing to, to to bet on him but i don't think that's the case so it would still take a lot to persuade a, a move to trade anthony davis for any franchise but it should now be at least worth discussing like here right. the proposals i think they're at that stage now hey it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network what kind of brands do you want to look out for in 2022 here great insights from meeta malhotra she's the founder of the hard copy and she joins varun and suchita on think fast on gbcd farad and sunetra are celebrating their 100th episode They reflect on the journey so far and what this podcast means to them. On Marathi Kirkitun, Dr. Rajiv and Manik Deshmukh discuss human intelligence. On The Habit Coach, Ashton is in conversation with the smile designer, Dr. Rayal Gomez. They discuss various habits around oral hygiene and health. And on Cyrus Says His Cock and Bull episode this week, comedian Abhijit Ganguly, Cyrus and myself discuss Section 144 being back in effect in Mumbai, Steph Curry's popularity and a whole lot more. Do follow us on social media where IVM podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. And remember if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter please do tell a friend. Go check out our YouTube channels. We go live on a whole bunch of different things. We have a number of different channels. You can find them on ivmpodcast.com/youtube. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week. Cred, Bank of Baroda, Coinswitch Kuber, Intel and Oxfam India. Thank you for making this possible. Right. I like that Embiid comparison because Embiid is not the fittest of players. He misses a bunch exactly. of games. He's exactly. not played more than sixty-two games in a season so far. Yep. But when he plays, you know that he single-handedly can take your team to a <clears throat> uh, beat in the playoffs, beat in the regular season. Yeah. He's yeah. he's done that, and he's doing that in fact right now. So, but with AD, you just can't depend on him to be that kind of a player. He needs support. Uh, he is not that player. He's not Embiid by himself. The uh, saddest part is skill-wise, what all he can do. Of course, he's a better player than Embiid. Like True. this is, isn't even a comparison. He's more agile. He's more versatile. I think he's a better defender. Uh, I think he's a better offensive juggernaut when he chooses to be, just because of the range of yep. range and methods in which he can score on you. Just doesn't do any of those things. Just, just chills. <laughs> All right. Here's my trade proposal for you. The blockbuster one that I was talking about, and it's very unlikely that this would go through because uh, Zach Lavin is my option. and because chicago bulls are doing well they would have been, they would be in no hurry to sell him off but given that zach lavin is due for a contract extension at the end of this mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. but he seems like a player who would enjoy the bright lights of the lakers of la and yeah. is that something that is possible is that something that no. the lakers would look into because a young bright talent uh who can go on and set the league on fire uh he has plenty of years you wanted to hand over the keys like you said a while ago ad might probably not be that guy why not hand it over to someone like zach lavin who's much younger has many more years in him uh 
how do you think that would work out yeah i mean would hand it? over the keys would not just to anyone under the sun it has to be <laughs> i didn't say dale brunson it's like lemon still <laughs> no i no no i think um by the way if we're talking young he's not that young he's only a couple mm-hmm. of years younger than ad mm-hmm. it seems like ad has been around forever he plays a lot more games than ad that's true but he is nowhere at that level my point is if you're going to trade away ad the player for whom you gave away your entire future it has to be for a haul a real haul mm-hmm. and not for just zack levin zack levin one to one isn't even on the same level as ad is nowhere close to being on the same level as ad in fact even in his position which is a heavily contested uh, position in the league he is nowhere close to being upper crust elite mm-hmm. echelon talent nor mm-hmm. does he so nor has he indicated so far the ability to get to that elite level uh easy offensively now or ever going to be a dame lillard i don't think so uh because you need to be that good to not defend and he doesn't really defend all that much so mm-hmm. is he that level no is he a steph curry absolutely not so Uh, so that means your lack of defense is tougher to forgive if you are not a Steph or a Kyrie or a Harden or a or a Lillard which are all guards that don't really defend all that much now okay let's say one step lower let's compare you to your peers because otherwise it's speculative comparison between the two i'd still pick donovan mitchell over zach mm-hmm. levine i love zach levine but i'd i'd still pick donovan mitchell if i could only uh, only pick one and i can name you a bunch of other Uh, similarly young talents zack levin is not a luka doncic level potential the the um, mm-hmm. upside isn't that great at least not based on anything we've seen so far and we've seen him for a while it's not like he came in yesterday yeah. uh, he's not even at a jason tatum level of play mm-hmm. uh, i mm-hmm. wouldn't put him even at jalen brown's level because brown plays both ends of the floor mm-hmm. so then even to consider an anthony davis trade for just lavin in return simply mm-hmm. doesn't cut it if it's lavin and vucevic maybe maybe but if it's lavin and derozan i think the lakers should slap themselves because they could have had derozan for absolutely nothing and now they're giving away a franchise player to go get him now my whole point is lavin could he's going to be a free agent right one way or another he's going to be a free right. agent now it would make the most sense for him to sign again with chicago mm-hmm. they can mm-hmm. give him that bag um, or at the very least going for a sign and trade but if he chooses not to then he can of course sign with anyone on, under the sun why would you take on that contract now and trade away your biggest superstar when you can just wait it out see what happens and if he becomes available he becomes available otherwise otherwise you move on but why would you take on that contract now uh, and get into that scenario where like a dennis roder type situation where you have to give her a renewal and then if he's too dumb about it and then he is just going in circles like it doesn't make sense for that caliber of player absolutely no to trade anthony davis it has to be a haul or or a real mm-hmm. legit superstar that will put uh, the lakers back on the map okay um i kind of saw that answer coming and it's a fair thing i think uh, we are undervaluing anthony yeah. davis right now just because of his oh, big history. time yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've seen how terrifying anthony davis can be when fit and yeah. motivated and does all the things that he can do Uh, I have a fun trade, and this is very unlikely. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. LeBron But would you trade Brunson. Russell? No, would you trade Russell Westbrook for, say, a John Wall? And that is the original trade that happened between the Wizards and the Rockets. Can you redo that trade? Send Absolutely Westbrook back not. to the Rockets Wall. and get in John Wall a similar contracts, uh, expiring contracts that too. 
if uh, you sacrifice the interests of every other player on the lakers just give russell westbrook the ball and say just you know get us to the playoffs he'll get you to the playoffs he will win games all by himself doesn't matter who's playing on the court with him if you tell him the ball just do whatever you want to the turnovers miss shots break layups whatever just get us that win he will get you that win russell westbrook can grind out wins he is that mm-hmm. level of of a player a competitor john wall simply cannot do that it is not even close and russell westbrook's iron man in the sense that he hardly ever gets free uh, gets injured sorry um in that regard that original okc bunch is something pretty special uh, harden and westbrook are both like this rarely ever get injured or miss games uh, kd also he's had one catastrophic yeah. injury but before yeah. after it's like it didn't happen uh, yeah it's, it's after it's like it's insane what he's doing right now after that after missing almost 2 yeah. years of basketball yeah. yeah so why why do you give up all this for a similarly hard garbage contract <laughs> with a player who is most likely to be chilling and sharing a beer with with anthony davis in the hospital but why does make zero sense i'd i'd rather get brunson than get john wall at least he's going to play all right then so that was the lakers episode i, I know neither of those trades are going to happen just to poke in some fun and see some hypotheticals but the lakers are bad right now they need to do something to fix their form and get back to being the lakers that we know i mean it would be great yeah. fun if the lakers were strong in the western conference there are a bunch of teams that you need to take down the phoenix suns are doing great the warriors and the lakers that that could have been a healthy rivalry but the lakers are not healthy <laughs> so uh, all right then that's all on today's episode i'll come back and talk about tomorrow's games uh, tomorrow wow hey so spoiler alert <laughs> all right thanks man cheers see you <laughs> Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our social media. We're at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us, and you know you do, you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash. You want to tell us Magic Johnson is still better than Steph Curry and you don't think Steph Curry has changed the game. For all that and more, reach out to us on both Instagram and Twitter. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ Varun and me Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fans' point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us. Sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IBM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday, glued to your chair, making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday. as i explore the strange obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before you can find us on the ivm podcast app website or wherever you get your podcast from